The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Lucas underneath, pretty feet of black, who slams it in. Oh, there's the assist of the game. Lucas to black, and the Illini jump in front again with an emphatic slam by black. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on its feet and a timeout Northwestern. Abrams to Pinky for three. Michael Pinky knocks down a three. Everybody joining the party. Now, from our Illini game day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good evening. Welcome into Illini game day, the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Michael Kaiser in for Scott Beatty this evening. Scott Beatty. On assignment today with Illini women's basketball, so I'll be in the chair with you tonight all the way through the post-game show. Evan Kahn also joining me later, but we've got some coverage of Illini basketball against New Mexico State. Get you ready for that game. Uh, so thanks for joining us on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist. Illinois comes into the game 8-4 and four on the season, 0-2 in the Big Ten. Uh, taking on New Mexico State, who was 8-2 so far on the season, the game up at the United Center in Chicago. Let's bring in Lauren Tate from Chicago at the United Center courtside. Lauren, good evening. Good evening. It's, uh, they're starting to warm up here, and they got the thing going upstairs in the governor's room for Lou Henson, and a lot of the former Illini players are up there, and uh, down here uh, both teams are out shooting baskets. Well, that's, uh, you know, it sounds like uh, Kipper Nichols and the Ron Black are going to play today, and... Uh, that's really key to have those two guys back. Not sure how effective they'll be, especially with Kipper with a foot injury, but it'll be good to have those guys back today if they are indeed able to go. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's long-term. I, I imagine their minutes would be limited tonight. I don't know at this point who's going to start, but I doubt that they will, although I, I guess they probably could. But uh, was, this is an interesting, uh, an interesting opponent because uh, – New Mexico State didn't figure to be good, this good this year, and they lost some key players off of last year's team, and, and you know that they were pretty good last year. And yet they added a guy by the name of Lofton, Zach Lofton, who is just unbelievable. This is fifth school. That's a, almost as many as you went to before they kicked you out of all of them. I, I think I went and, to seven schools. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine that. I mean, I, is that a record? I mean, do you suppose anybody ever attended wow. more than – any basketball player, let's put it that way, any basketball player ever attended more than five schools? I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. And guys that we pay attention to, maybe it's happened to guys we just don't even know it goes on, but that is just really unusual to have a guy do that. Um, and he's, he's, a, he's a grad transfer, of course, and that's just a lot of schools and a, a lot of instability for him, yep. but he's playing well for him this year. Must have five schools in five years, and, and he, he popped up 25 points in the very first game he played for the Aggies uh, against East Central, and then he he was uh, a central figure, and he got 50 points in the two games against New Mexico. Two wins over New Mexico. That's a big deal in the, in the state of Mexico. 
Well, I mean, and New Mexico State also has a new head coach this year because uh, mm-hmm. yeah. they their coach went to New Mexico, which that's was some, right. But something that makes was, it doubly so, doesn't it? Yeah, that that's just still kind of another odd thing to me. I mean, New Mexico State's coach going to New Mexico and uh, the rival, and uh, I know folks out there weren't very happy about that. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to add something here because sure. this is new, uh, this is Lou Henson night. But do you sure. realize that one year ago, about this time, Lou Henson was was just winding up helping him coach. Uh, the, it was his first year at New Mexico State, and and he was helping him coach, and uh, and of course the, the guy leaves and goes to after one season leaves and goes to New Mexico and gets beat twice by New Mexico State. It's just crazy. Yeah, I'm sure he's maybe thinking about that one for just a little bit. That that is a uh, just an odd stab. And as you mentioned, it is indeed Lou Henson night, and if he will not be there tonight. Unfortunately, was is in the hospital and cannot be in Chicago for the game. Uh, he's all-time winning as coach at both schools, has a court named after him at both schools, which is just incredibly rare and unique. And it's just we talked about on this morning's show, Lawrence, just unfortunate that he cannot be there uh, to have this celebration in his honor in person tonight. His wife Mary is up with some of the family, and then some of the family has stayed with Lou to watch the game from Carl Hospital uh, on the Big Ten Network. So Lou will see the game, and I'm sure he'll be very much involved in it. And um, it's just a shame that, you know, that it happened as it did because, as I, I've said several times on Tuesday, he had the time of his life, uh, you know, with the, with the press conference and watching mm-hmm. practice and meeting all the players individually and meeting the coaches individually. I mean, he, he sat on the sideline that, that night, and everybody came by and, uh, and talked to him and, and sat with him for a while. And now here we are a couple of days later, and, and uh, he just can't make it. Still more to come on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show here in Fighting Illini Game Day. Coming up next, more with uh, Lauren, and then also Brian Barnhart's going to join us from Chicago. That's coming up next on Illini Game Day. Welcome back to Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Uh, Getting you ready for New Mexico State and Illinois tonight from the United Center in Chicago. The Illini 8-4 on the season, 0-2 in Big Ten play. New Mexico State 8-2 on the season, looking to get a win in Chicago over the Illini. The Illini trying to get some momentum heading into the Mizzou game next week. That's the next time the Illini will play. Joining me back from Chicago, Lauren Tate and Brian Barnhart. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Well, we're doing fine, and uh, Brian, you got up to the governor's room. What did you see up there? Oh, it was nice. Nice to run into uh, several players. Of course, Steve Bardo was up there early because he's getting ready to do the TV broadcast. So Kenny Battle was up there, and, uh, of course, Mary Henson and some New Mexico State people were mixed in. Yeah, it was, it, so, it's a good group. And, a good and group. It's, it's just uh, missing one guy is all. I know, yeah. But uh, Mary was there to kind of greet everybody, so that was nice. Brian, as you've been around this program uh, for some time now, and just to have this unique, rare game where two different schools adore a a former coach like that at the same time, it's just something you don't see very often. And uh, it is unfortunate that Lou can't be there, but just to have these two schools, uh, you know, pay homage to him tonight is just a really cool thing. Well, when you look at it, he won 289 games at New Mexico State. That's a lot for anybody at one school. Then he won, of course, 423 at Illinois in 21 years and had two different stints at uh, New Mexico State. And I was just talking to the uh, radio play-by-play guy uh, for them, Jack Nixon, who's been there 38 years, and just talking about how beloved Lou is in Las Cruces. And we know how loved he is in Champaign. He was there longer, but uh, certainly has that same reverence out there. 
Most everybody knows the story about Lou Henson coming back and coaching one year for mm -hmm. a buck. Yeah. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. And, and really uh, what happened was the coach got fired, and, and they brought Lou in to help them find somebody else to coach, and then they didn't fooled around with it a little bit and then decided, wait a minute, we got Lou here. Why don't we just use him? And Lou was still energetic at that time and, mm -hmm. and took over the team and coached it for a number of years. Yeah, and I forgot he got him to the tournament in 1999 mm -hmm. out, yeah. of, out of Las Cruces. Well, Brian, let's uh, take a look at the game today. Uh, some two key players for the Aggies, uh, Zach Lawton and Jamario Jones. Those two guys uh, do a lot of good things for the Aggies, especially Jones averaging a double-double. Uh, so he'll be a, a force to deal with inside on both ends of the floor. Ten points a game, 11.5 rebounds a game. He had a triple-double the other night oh, wow. in the winter over Eastern New Mexico. Uh, Ten points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists. And uh, I know Coach Underwood was emphasizing him in practice as well as Lofton. They've also got a big, uh, fairly good size uh, guy at 6'7 in uh, Chua. And then there's a, a good player from France, uh, City Nadir, who is a redshirt junior, averages about 10 a game. Those are the, the depth of the team is in the starting rotation. Once you get past that, the bench isn't quite as deep. But you're right about uh, Jamario Jones and Zach Lofton. Those are two guys that are really good from a team, by the way, that won 28 games last year and won 20 in a row at one point. And the, and the schedule is starting to ramp up for the Illini, you know, really starting with tonight's game and, and moving forward, uh, Big Ten season just around the corner of the full Big Ten slate. So this is really a key game for the Illini tonight to get some momentum uh, to show that they can get a win, make it some confidence playing against a team that's a higher-level competition. Well, I, I think that uh, this is the start of what is going to be a really tough grind for the Illini, game in and game out. We've had some games where Illinois should have won and did win, but in the games that were we consider toss-up they haven't been so fortunate losing two overtime games in the big 10 really hurts but uh, tonight I, I see this game as a pretty close game particularly we don't know what we're going to get from uh, two of the key players in in black and and kipper nichols mm -hmm. sounds like Laron is going to play for sure kipper will get some minutes according to uh, coach underwood tonight he doesn't know how many but obviously, uh, you know, he didn't necessarily have to have them the other night, so it was a good game to let them heal up. But they practiced today pretty full tilt with everybody else. So, uh, But he is going to have Jordan still in the starting lineup at the beginning. Do you think that uh, that the coaches, uh, he, he, he coaches pretty hard on the day of the game. <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm, 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 I don't remember many coaches that really have the guys running that hard the day of the game. Do yeah. you? No, I've never seen it. Of the ones I've watched, and, and you've seen a lot more of them, obviously, but just, uh, you know, when they, there's uh, what they call walkthroughs. Well, these aren't walkthroughs. No, no. I mean, these are full-blown, you know, let's get after it. They're, it's interesting because they'll have, like Jamal Walker has the scout today, and they'll he'll work with the scout team but also with the, the regular guys, and they'll go at full tilt what the other team's running. You couldn't do this at Purdue if you're only going to play six players, which is basically what Purdue did today in beating Butler. They... They, they have Harms coming off the bench, the big guy, and they trade off the center. But the other two, uh, the two other two guys that came in were just brief. And so basically they're using four players all the time. You couldn't do that. But when you've got nine or ten guys that you're playing, you can kind of get away with it because you're going to be resting them all the time anyway. Right. And they were mixed now for the first few weeks. There was a definite, it was always the same five guys, the first unit, uh -huh. same five guys, the second. Now in the last couple of weeks with the injuries and with Jordan, uh, being more of a factor, and it's been a little more of a mix and match right. at times during practice rather than just but, a straight one But once one the games start, I mean, there's a lot of mixing and Oh, matching. sure, yeah, and they did a lot of that the other, you know, the other night. Well, Brian, uh, thanks so much. We'll talk to you here in about uh, 15 minutes or so. 
Okay, thank you. All right, got more coming up on Alana Game Day. Keys to the game, Lauren and I will have that coming up next here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Welcome back to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Michael Kaiser, Lauren Tate alongside up in Chicago at the United Center as the Illini get ready to take on the New Mexico State Aggies. Illinois trying to get their second straight win after beating Longwood 92-45 the other night. Time for the keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. It's also brought to you by the Pella, Pella Window Store. Well, Lauren, uh, what are your keys to the game uh, tonight for, for Illinois? Well, I'm going to center everything on, uh, on Lofton because here's a guy that uh, he scored 30 points in a win over uh, Colorado State. Now, Colorado State beat the University of Colorado. They're, they're not a great team, but they're not horrible. And, uh, you know, he, he's had 51 points in the last two games. So this is a guy that's going. He's going to try to score all the time, and and you just got to stop him. And I I think they need to more, more or less double on him to, to prevent him from penetrating. I because this guy can beat you by himself. He's just a he's what he amounts to as a professional basketball player who's still attending college. I mean, this is his fourth school, and he just wants to play ball. He doesn't care where. Yeah, I think he definitely is the key to the, the key to this game. If Illinois can find a way to to slow him down, I think that'll go a long way in in terms of trying to get a victory tonight but if he gets going I think Illinois is going to have a uh, several problems especially if uh, Jones gets going inside but for me I, I think the uh, maybe this is good as to be obvious uh, and and you, we talked about this before you can't take a lot away from the Longwood game but what I take away from it is the fact that it didn't foul a lot maybe that's because Longwood just didn't put in position to foul but they've yeah. got to cut down on fouls in you know these high level games and turnovers. The last several games hit 36 fouls against UNLV last Saturday night. You know they they can't foul a bunch tonight. They're gonna they're not gonna have a lot of success in this game. They got to take care of the basketball. And I think those are the two keys for me tonight for Illinois if they want to have success here in, in Chicago. Well, this is a place where Illinois had a lot of success over the years. There'll be a, uh, the, the part of the crowd that will be here. This won't be a big crowd, but those that are here will be will be rooting for Illinois. They'll be wearing orange. They'll be supporting the Illini, and so. It's like, it was like a home court here for many years, and it could, should be tonight. Yeah, and I think that, you know, back when it was rolling up there in Chicago, the crowds were just large, and I think going to have to get the program back rolling again to get to get the crowds really full up there in Chicago, get the United Center full. And, I mean, it seats 20-some thousand, so it's tough to do, but I think uh, I think this game is unique tonight because it is for Lou Henson. Yeah, it really is, and, and um, I think that Illinois is going to have to play their best in order to win, and... and uh, we, we want to see uh, Jordan continue to play the way he has, and then the freshmen have shown a lot of uh, uh, moxie lately, and I think they're, they're getting better as, as we go along, and uh, freshmen got to play tonight. Well, we'll see what happens. La Lauren, enjoy the game. Thanks so much. All right. That's Keys to the Game brought to you by the Pella Window Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store on Country Fair Drive or go to PellaOfChampagne.com. Also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne. We'll have the Coach's Corner coming up next. Brian Barnhart got a chance to talk to assistant coach Jamal Walker at the United Center today. We'll get Jamal Walker's thoughts on the Coach's Corner. That's coming up next on the Rudy Wealth Management Pregame Show.
It's Illinois basketball tonight up here in Chicago, and Jamal Walker joins us. He has the scout for the New Mexico State game just after 7 o'clock this evening. And Jamal, good to see you. Good to be back in Chicago. Absolutely. Anytime we can come up here and uh, uh, play and play in front of our kind of second home, uh, it's always good to be here. So the fan support's been great here. Uh, we got a nice day by Chicago standards in <laughs> December, and we're going to be inside. And I uh, hope we can come out tonight and uh, play, 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 and continue to play the way we've been playing. Yeah, I think a couple of years, maybe last year, we were up here. It was snowing pretty heavy. Yeah, so. yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> so I was thinking about it. The year was really bad. I played BYU last year, and uh, I think uh, the weather was so bad, I, it kept a lot of people. Uh, away from the game, but those who came out, I, I was very, very happy to see, and uh, they, they saw us get a victory, and hopefully they'll see the same thing yeah. again today. Well, hopefully, too, they'll turn out tonight. I know Coach Henson has been ill the last couple of days, won't be able to be here tonight. Mary will be here. A uh, hundred or more players are back, so uh, kind of a cool night here as we honor Coach Henson. I, absolutely. I think uh, anytime it's, it's pretty cool when you got your name on two courts uh, <laughs> at, at, at two different programs, so um, Coach Henson means a lot to both universities. Uh, I think it's a great idea to celebrate uh, the legacy that he put at both places uh, and the impact the lives that he did amongst all the, the student athletes that, he, that was under him. I know you can appreciate it as a coach to be the winningest coach at two different schools. That's, that's a major accomplishment. Major accomplishment. I mean, it, but, but not only that, uh, I can tell the, the, when I see former players that are former Illini and uh, people who, who, who play for coach, the, the impact that they love, how much they love him. And uh, I think that means more than any, any amount of wins that you can have. The fact that you impacted uh, people not only as young adults, but continue as they become uh, fathers and parents. And, and, that, and that's always pretty cool. And I think at the end of the day, for me, that's what I do. And, and I really respect the fact that he has those type of players in his life that uh, love him. Well, let's talk about New Mexico State, a team that won 28 games last year. I think if you ask the average fan, they wouldn't necessarily know that, and they won 20 in a row last year, and that's, yeah. that takes a lot. No, it does. I mean, <laughs> new coach, um, Coach Weir now is at New Mexico, uh, but Chris Jans is, uh, is a good coach, and he's done a really good job of kind of assembling the pieces from, from a year ago. Uh, they got four guys who play significant minutes from that team. Uh, I think they're going to win 20-plus games once again. I think it's a probably underrated program and its ability to continue to um, to continue to win. Uh, Coach Menzies obviously had UNLV that we played earlier uh, last week, kind of carried that tradition on, and I think Coach Jans is going to try to do the same. Uh, they're really, really talented. they got some really, really good pieces, and I'm looking forward to the challenge. We'll talk about those pieces for New Mexico State next with Jamal Walker on the Coach's Corner here in Chicago. We are back in Chicago, the Dynegy Shootout, Illinois, New Mexico State, as we honor head coach uh, Lou Henson for his many accomplishments and his impact on young men's lives. Uh, Zach Lofton, let's start with him for New Mexico State. I think that's where it starts. It starts with uh, Zach Lofton, who's a very scoring-minded uh, wing player. He can he can score on all three levels. What I mean by that, he can score at the rim. He can score on pull-up mid-range jumpers, and he's very good dynamic off catch-and-shoot threes and, and, off the, and off the dribble threes. So him and along with an Ohio State transfer, somebody I'm familiar with, A.J. Harris, who's from Dayton, Ohio, who played at Ohio State his freshman year. Uh, those two kind of lead the charge with those guys at, at the uh, on, on the backcourt. And then they have some very, very experienced and very hardworking uh, forwards and 
uh, Jamario Jones, who I, uh, averages a double double, which is hard to do at six foot five. He's a high jump in, high energy guy. I really respect him watching on film. And, and then you also have two big guys in Jonathan Wilkins and Eli Chahua, who really do all the dirt work for those guys. So I, I really like their team. I think they're, like I said earlier, they're going to be a team that's going to win 20 plus games. Yeah, Jamario Jones had a triple double the other night. Yeah, it's a, a triple <laughs> double. I don't care who you're playing against. Again, that's, that's something that's very difficult. He's a good passer. Uh, he, he, what I love about him, he just plays with such kind of infectious energy about him when you watch him on film. And uh, I, I just, we got to do a really good job on him. Uh, he's a good guy, a good player who's having the ability to cut off the ball, and he has a f- nose for the basketball. The ball just kind of finds him like a magnet uh, on the rebounds and on uh, uh, loose balls. And so we got to do a really good job of cutting that water off from him. And there's a young man named Saidi Nadir. Tell me about him. Saidi Nadir, good player. He's really long, 6'2", plays bigger than that. He's got really, really long arms. He can catch and shoot. He's got, he can straight line drive. I think he's kind of the more, uh, if I can say, a stabilizing force for them. He's very consistent in what he in what he brings to the team. He defends. He makes open threes. Uh, he straight line drives guys. And he plays with great effort on the defensive end of the floor. Tell me, uh, Jamal, what New Mexico State does really well. What do we have to try to stop? Uh, um, we talked about it the last couple of days. It's, it's, it's the beginning and the end of possession. So we got to do a really good job at transition, getting back and, and establishing our defense and let them play against our half-court uh, defense. And then when the shot goes up, uh, we got to hit them. I mean, they're top top uh, top 30, top 35 in the country in offensive rebounding. They're plus 11 on the boards. Uh, we're, we've been a pretty good rebounding team to this point. We're only plus six or seven, so that kind of gives you a, a view of how they have an ability to offense and defense to rebound. So the beginning and end of possessions, starting with really good defense and ending with a, with a first-time rebound. Yep, we'll see how many minutes each guy gets. It'll be good to have, I know, Leron back, had him back in practice, Kipper back there. Uh, we need those guys. Yeah, we need them all. <laughs> uh, a team. That's why it's a team. I mean, everybody has a role. When those guys drop off, and we did a really good job of kind of picking up the slack at what LeBron and Kipper have done best for us, which is rebound the ball. I thought some other guys really stepped up. I thought Tijon Lucas got in there and got his nose in there. And Aaron Jordan, he got six or seven offensive rebounds. So uh, those guys stepped up. Hopefully they can continue with that effort. And then adding Kipper and LeBron, that'll only make us better. Yeah, that's for sure. And I thought the ball moved well the other night. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, we had a lot of assists, um, guys moving. And that's something we've been stressing the last couple of weeks, uh, ball movement, uh, really getting better and understanding uh, the spread offense that Brad has implemented. I think it takes time. I think it's one of those things where we continue to grow in and understand. And when you're a player, when you implement a system, uh, you got to figure out what, where you do best, and it takes some time to kind of find your niche, not only where yourself, but what with the integrating yourself within the team. Hey, Jamal, great to see you. Thanks. All right, thank you. All right, that's Jamal Walker with us here on the Coach's Corner from Chicago. That's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Scotty's Brewhouse in Hickory Point Bank. Take a look at some scores around the Big Ten. Uh, more fighting Illini game day coming up in just a few moments. Uh, right now at halftime, Ohio State leads in Columbus over Appalachian State 40-27. to Several finals around the Big Ten today. There were 10 Big Ten games. Michigan won over Detroit Mercy 90-58 to in the Hitachi College Basketball Showcase. Purdue, set ranked 17th in the country, took out Butler 82-67 in the Crossroads Classic. Seton Hall goes down at Rutgers at the rack 71-65. The Scarlet Knights get a win at home, a big-time win for the Big Ten over a ranked opponent. Northwestern survives DePaul 62-60. Iowa beat Drake 90-64. 
four, and Michigan State took down Oakland. It was a tough battle, 86-73. Uh, former Alana Kendrick Nunn scored 32 points in Indiana. The Crossroads Classic beat Notre Dame 80-77, to and Notre Dame ranked 18th in the country. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm Michael Kaiser. There's more Fighting Alana game day in just a moment with Brian Barnhart and Deion Thomas. Be sure to stay with us after the game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with myself and Evan Kahn. You're listening to News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana.